Hello and welcome to Dog Stars episode 17 for Friday the 23rd of June. We're going back to the moon. Let's go. Hello, welcome to Dog Stars on a really balmy summer's evening here in North Oxford. It's lovely to be out. It's clear sky, uh, the sun is setting, but we've got a crescent moon and Venus uh, visible against the blue twilight sky. And I've been thinking about the moon. Um, I've been away, I've been in New Zealand, where, like all the Southern Hemisphere, uh, they have the moon upside down. Uh, famously, um, movies set in films set in Australia uh, or elsewhere in the South uh, tend to miss this. Cross, cross, come on, let's go. I've got Mr. a very hot Mr. Max with me as we try to ride. No, that's somebody's garden, this way. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, and it's nice this time of year. We've just had the summer solstice, the point where the sun um, spends most of its time above the horizon, shortest nights. But they're drawing in. We're a couple of days past, and so the nights are getting longer. Um, but we can look at the moon. Uh, let's look at... Uh, we've got the seas coming up to first quarter. Uh, let's look at the Mare Serenitatis, the Sea uh, of Serenity. Good branding, that. Um, it's the biggest of the lunar seas, the dark area, or at least the, the northernmost one. It's the uppermost in the northern hemisphere uh, of the large seas. And it's an impact crater. Something hit the moon hard uh, about four billion years ago. We're going in a bush. Okay, into the bushes. Here we are. Have a good stiff. We haven't been here all week. Um, yeah, it's an impact crater. Something very large hit the moon about four billion years ago. Um, moon fulfilling its role as guardian of Earth. We get hit less often because the moon exists. Um, it created this basin which was then flooded with a huge amount uh, of lava creating the flat surface that we see today. Um, still some mysteries about it. It's uh, what's known as a mass con or a mass concentration when satellites started orbiting the moon in the 60s. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Um, oh, speeding up. Okay. Um, when satellites started orbiting it, they found they, they sort of bobbed in their orbit as they went over this sea. Uh, it's because it's denser than it should be. There's, think, layers of lava beneath the surface that might go kilometres deep. Um, I'm not quite sure why that is uh, or what's causing it. Um, but it was also the site of the Apollo 17 mission, the last of the Apollo missions uh, to land on the moon. And they went to a place called the Taurus Litro Valley, uh, which is near some mountains on the edge of the crater and I think it's my favourite back into the bush okay I think it's my favourite uh, of the Apollo missions mainly because of the people who are on board there's Gene Cernan who's the last man on the moon who I got to interview uh, and who's basically annoyed that he was the last man on the moon and that NASA hadn't got its budget together uh, to replace him and send more people back um, and Harrison Smith who's the only actually trained geologist to go to the moon on the Apollo missions uh, and they actually did some science famously bobbing around in the lunar rover uh, they're singing on the lunar surface basically they just seem like if you look at the transcripts or the video basically uh, just look like they're having a great time um, Schmidt famously spotted near a boulder uh, what he calls orange soil uh, something that stands out and this is the argument for sending people because people can get distracted and find things that aren't expected. And these this orange soil, which he sampled. You right? Good boy. Cross. Cross, good boy. I think we're heading home. It's too hot. Um, this orange soil turned out to be the beads, the glass beads, which must have been caused by a lava fountain. So if you think like your 
uh, canonical kid's drawing of a volcano with lava spouting up. Those particles will freeze as they hit vacuum in this case um, and form these beads. So we know because of these, this orange soil that this was a volcanic place, presumably just after the impact. Um, Cernan was sort of an astronaut's astronaut when I interviewed him. He must have been, I don't know, 70 years old or so. And he still flew his private jet to meet us in Houston, which is just pretty cool. Um, he had fun too. Um, famously, he um, traced his daughter's initials, Tracy Cernan, into the lunar soil before leaving. So those initials will presumably still be up there for somebody else to find. I think it's the first graffiti on another surface. Though you could wipe it clean, so it's reasonably environmentally uh, protective. Um, and his status as the last man uh, has lived on. I think it'll stand maybe for the rest of this decade until the Chinese, or possibly uh, the big international Artemis mission that NASA and ESA and others are working on gets there. Um, you right, mate? It's very hot. This is a very warm dog. Come on, we'll get you some water. Um, um, we'll stand. Um, and his final words on the surface of the moon have turned up in um, two albums that I like. There's Public Service Broadcasting's uh, whole album about the space race, which if you don't know it, you should go and listen. Um, if you are Public Service Broadcasting, let me know so we can play your music on this podcast. Um, come on, Max. It's all right. Come on. Good boy. Good boy. We're getting slower and slower. No, it's all right. We're nearly back. It's okay. Um, and also on Daft Punk, um, on the, I think the final track of Random Access Memory. So I don't think you came here uh, for music racks, but both of those are great. They both involve samplings of Cernan on the moon. He's fab. Apollo 17 was great. And you can see where they went at uh, the Sea of Serenity. If you're out of an evening, keep an eye on the moon in the next couple of weeks. It's the largest of the Mare. Um, we'll be back over the next few weeks, starting to think about the late summer sky. Um, and before we know it, it'll be the middle of December and we'll have nice, crisp, cold nights on which to go out walking. Um, nice to be back. Talk to you all soon. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter at DogStarsPod and drop us a line at DogStarsPod at gmail.com. Do let us know if you've been on your own walks or spotted anything in the night sky. I'm Chris Lintot. He's Mr. Max. And this was DogStars. Thanks to Ellis Partman for production. We'll be back next week.